Broadcasting live out of Studio E in Los Angeles, California. You're tuned into America's Positive uh, Talk Show. David Essel live. Welcome aboard, gang, as we rock across the USA with the most exciting guests, passionate guests that will help you and inspire you to make changes in your life, to go to the next level, whatever that might be. Proud to be part of the iHeart Premier Clear Channel Radio Network, 1-800-548-TALK. 1-800-548-TALK. For 24 years now, we have found people from all walks of life, just like my guest I'm going to have on in a minute here. We connected, Raja and I connected via Twitter, I think it was, of all places, because I'm not that much of a Twitter person still. It's amazing. Facebook, LinkedIn, we hammer it hard. Twitter, we do, we are on there. But I was so blessed to be able to connect with her there, watched her video Love on Fire. Listen to it. Watch it. On that very day, I sent it to um, Nathan, my my normal producer, and Trisha in in the studio here. We all watched it, listened to it together, and said, absolutely, we've got to get this girl on. It was just so fun to be able to watch her do her thing and then to say, I wonder where did she come from and what are her goals and what are her plans and all that kind of stuff we're going to find out right now. The name of the song, Love on Fire. We'll actually be playing some bits from it as well. Raja, welcome to the show. Hi, David. Thank you so much for having me. Yes. Isn't it a trip how we met, babe? Yes. <laughs> like I was like, we met on Twitter, but I was like, this is awesome. It was meant to be. <laughs> absolutely. It was absolutely. Hey, do, do you have, is this like in your family? Do you have singers in your family, musicians in your family? Actually, no. I don't even know really? anyone who knows how to sing in my family or plays any instruments. Oh. I'm like like the first one. Oh my I'm gosh. Sure and someone, I just don't know them. <laughs> yeah, but that's, but you know what? That's so rare, isn't it? Yeah. Because usually I, every time somebody's a musician, their dad is a musician, their grandfather, their sister, but. Right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, or their grandmother sang in a choir or something, right? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but you're just so. When when is it that you knew, and when when did you get bit by the bug? Like, were you were you a little kid? Were you were you older? Tell us about it. I was little. Like, I think before I knew how to talk, I was already singing. Like, wow. I I remember when I was little, I'd always you know sing you know three LW you know all these all the groups that was great when I was younger. And yeah. from that day, even my dad tells me he was like, "Brittany, you were you were he, was, he just tells me like you were always singing." So yes, yes. And and then and the song. As a matter of fact, um, David, I'm going to be talking to my producer now. If we could pull up some of the song, if we could play it right now, just to give people as we go to breaks, we're going to be playing more of it. But if we could play some of it in the background here while I'm with Raja. Um, on the air, and, and the website is RajaMusic.com. I know I'm, I'm catching him off guard here with this request, but, um, but, I, but I, I wanted just to play a little bit of it. And, and, and tell us, what, what was the, the impetus? What was the motivation for this song, Love on Fire? Was it a person? Was it a book, a movie? What was it? Where did it come from? I actually wrote this song as a poem. And then I heard this beat with my, I was working with my writer, Josh Wright, and he played me this beat, and I was like, oh, my God, I know the perfect words to go with this beat. But when I wrote the poem, I really wrote it from what I envision love to be, because I've never really been in love before. So this is just like my fantasy of what I believe love should be. I know it's so weird, because every time I tell people that they're just like, how did you write a song like that if you never really experienced it? But I was like, you know, I just kind of fantasized about it. Wow. <laughs> yeah. That, that is a trip because most people, you know, music comes from either love or pain, right? That's where mm -hmm. most artists write from. But, but what you're saying is you're writing from a place even higher than, than that. You're writing from a, a space, what, what? You connected with your higher self, your higher power, God. What, what's the word that you use to be able to channel these type of words? I, I don't, I actually never really thought about it. I guess, I guess, I, I mean, I guess God, probably, I would say, only because, you know, I am very spiritual, but I guess it helps me to really look deep within myself and realize what exactly I want to say or the message I want to say. Because yeah. I would say that message is probably given to me more than just, you know, experience. Absolutely. I agree with you a thousand percent. It's, you know, as a writer, there's many of my books that I've written, Raja, that, that were absolute gifts. I just had to get out of the way and write. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> I didn't I didn't use my brain. Let, David, let's play some of that song if we could. Let's bring that up. Ooh, yeah. Ooh, 
The uh, the song is Love on Fire, Raja, our guest right now, the singer. And you wrote that as well, correct? Yes. Wow. You know, I get goosebumps. This is I'm sitting here in the studio listening to it, and it was just I got like hair on my my arm oh. stood up, honey. It's it's so and it's the same thing that happened when I when we were connected on Twitter and I saw that on your page and I said, Oh, I've just gotta play this to see what this chick's all about. And I go, Oh my god, this is awesome. Yeah. Oh my God! I'm happy That's, that it gave you that feeling, because you yeah, know, as a, as a musician, you always kind of you never know what people think of your music. So when people love it, it's just like it's it's a feeling that you can never, you know, you can't even explain. So I'm yes, happy. I'm good. Good. I am too. What What are the greatest challenges that a, a singer, a, a songwriter faces in trying to find their way and make their path here? I would say one of the greatest challenges is just getting people to take you seriously as an artist. Because when you're coming when you're coming into the music industry and you're you you do not really have a lot of connections or you don't have a lot of, you know, money backing you, sometimes it's re- it's extremely hard to get people just to be on your side and you have to work extra hard. Like you have to be in the studio extra. You have to rehearse harder because you always have to prove yourself. So I think like that's like the hardest part is proving yourself to people. Right. When when you look at your work, how how much time do you spend in music and on music and writing and recording and and singing and the videos? Like like I mean, is there a number of hours per day or per week that you shoot for to put into developing your career? All day. Like I literally start my day at seven a.m. Sometimes a little earlier, but I usually like to wake up at 7 a.m. I'm working out for like three hours. Then I'm rehearsing with my choreographer. Then I'm in the studio with my producer creating a song. And then when I get home at night, I'm rehearsing again because I'm like, I don't, I didn't, to perfect everything. So literally, wow. I'm up all day. And, and more, more, you have more music than Love on Fire. Tell us about what else you're doing. I actually have an LP that's coming out December 2nd. And it's a, and I wanted because I every time I watch a video, I'm always like, what made that artist think of that? Like, what what happened? What experiences happened to lead up to that moment? And being that a lot of people do love Love on Fire, I kind of wanted to make a whole story to what to how it led to Love on Fire. So my LP is actually a story about a relationship wow. from the beginning to the end, and it's <laughs> ten songs. And so that's the project I'm working on. I'm finished it, but right now I'm on, I'm in the video process because it will be a visual EP. Oh, this is going to be awesome, and we're going to get you back. But we're going to a quick break right now, Raja, so I'm going to have you hang in there for us. Uh, the website, RajaMusic.com, R-E-S-I-A Music.com, RajaMusic.com. Listen to her song as we go out. We come back. We're going to ask you more questions, and you'll hear more of the music. You are tuned in to David Essel Alive. And don't forget, if you missed this interview, if you have friends that are really into music, after 9 o'clock Eastern time tonight, this interview with Raja will be at our website, Archive for Life. TalkDavid.com. I'm David Essel. Stay there. The 
The new year is upon us, and it's time. Time to start living the life you've always dreamed of. I'm David Essel, XM radio host and author of the new free book, The Power of Focus, at talkdavid.com. We're giving away one million copies of The Power of Focus, and it's free at talkdavid.com. You deserve your desires. Get your free book, The Power of Focus, today at talkdavid.com. For 21 years, positive talk radio equals David Essel alive. Listen on XM 168 every Saturday, 6 to 9 Eastern, 3 to 6 Pacific. Need toner? The Toner Kings sells all leading brands of toner cartridges to hundreds of businesses across the country. And Fortune 500 companies like Lockheed Martin, American Red Cross, and Excellus Blue Cross, just to name a few. Just head online to thetonerkings.com. Order toner and save up to 60% off dealer pricing with their 100% guarantee. You can try a new cost-effective toner solution with no risk. Visit thetonerkings.com. Mention you heard this ad on XM Radio and get an additional 20% off your first toner order. Have you ever wondered why you struggle with money or why creating deep love is so challenging or why losing weight and keeping it off is such a struggle? Hi, I'm iHeartRadio host and author David Essel. For 22 years, we have helped thousands of people figure out the why to their life challenges and then create a plan that leads to lifelong success. If you're ready, contact me at TalkDavid.com today. Our one-on-one sessions are so effective that you will absolutely create the life you desire. And programs begin as low as $100. One-on-one with me, David Essel, at TalkDavid.com. David.com. Clients who have worked one-on-one with Master Life Coach David Essel are learning how to change their lives. For 30 years, I had been struggling in a codependent relationship, and I had abandoned all that was sacred to me. And after just five months working with David, my life has totally turned around. David's work has changed my life forever. I am truly finding my joy again. Client success has come from focus and accountability with David, and the same can happen for you. Life coaching programs start at under $200. So visit TalkDavid.com. That's TalkDavid.com. Need toner? The Toner Kings sells all leading brands of toner cartridges to hundreds of businesses across the country. And Fortune 500 companies like Lockheed Martin, American Red Cross, and Excellus Blue Cross, just to name a few. Just head online to thetonerkings.com. Order toner and save up to 60% off dealer pricing with their 100% guarantee. You can try a new cost-effective toner solution with no risk. Visit thetonerkings.com. Mention you heard this ad on XM Radio and get an additional 20% off your first toner order. When I began working with David Essel, I was a single mom, completely disempowered and living in fear. Clients who have worked one-on-one with Master Life Coach David Essel are learning how to change their lives. And now, just one year later, I am the executive director of a nonprofit and really feeling my power in the world. Their success has come from focus and accountability with David, and the same can happen for you. Life coaching programs start at under $200, so visit TalkDavid.com. That's TalkDavid.com. Are you exhausted in life, feeling that whatever you do is never enough to see lasting change? I'm David Essel, XM radio host and author of the new free book, The Power of Focus, yours at talkdavid.com. We're giving away 1 million copies of The Power of Focus free at talkdavid.com. You deserve your desires. Get your free book, The Power of Focus, today at talkdavid.com. For 21 years, positive talk radio equals David Essel alive. Listen on XM 168 every Saturday, 6 to 9 Eastern, 3 to 6 Pacific. Would you like to learn the secrets of the most successful people in life to radically change your life and then help others do the same? Hi, I'm David Essel. Since 1996, we've been teaching people from all over the world how to become certified life coaches. These classes can be done in person or via teleconference from anywhere in the USA, and we even offer these life-changing courses via a one-on-one option. Our certification is so effective that it's the only one offered in the USA on a college campus. Visit lifecoachuniverse.com. That's lifecoachuniverse.com. Right now is actually from my guest that we're interviewing, Raja. The name of the song is Love on Fire. The website, RajaMusic.com, R-E-S-I-A, Music.com. Such a stunningly beautiful piece of work here. And it's fabulous to know that, uh, that this young singer is on her way. An LP 
coming out December 3rd, 10 songs. And is that the, the, the one that's entitled Generation Why Love? Yes, it's called Generation Why Love. Go ahead and explain the title. Well, I call it a Generation Why Love because I'm a part of Generation Why. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to speak on how we love. You know, technology has really changed the way we interact with each other. We're not very committed, but we're still passionate. So I just wanted to go through a story of the Generation Y and how we love. Yeah, Yeah. that's interesting. With technology, we're not as committed, but we're highly passionate. Go on and explain more about that. I'm I'm interested, Raja. (laughs) When I when I mean that we're um we're not committed, like now we we want to travel. We're not in a rush to have children or to have a family. Mm. We're not in a rush to be married. Some some of us want to get married later in life when we already have children. It's just it's, it's unique. But we're still passionate, as, as in we still believe in love. We still need love. And love gives us a purpose. So that's what I mean by that. I love it. Great. That's great insight. That's nice depth. Who, who is it that inspires you? If you were to talk about singers and songwriters that, that inspire you in your music today, they, 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 they could be past and gone or they could be popular now, who, who, would, they, who would they be? Lauren Hill is definitely one of my favorite artists. She's actually the first artist that, you know, I actually got her, my aunt actually bought me her CD first, and she inspired me to sing because I loved her music because it was so conscious. It was about something. Her lyrics meant something, and I love poetry and music. So that was, and also Cindy Lauper. I love Cindy Lauper. I love that she's fun and she doesn't care. Like Those <laughs> right. are the two women that I can really say inspires me. Oh, that's really different. That's interesting. I like that. I like what 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 was your greatest moment in singing? Was there a space, a time, an event that you say, "Oh my gosh, by far this was the greatest thrill for me"? I would say when I was probably way back in like elementary school, mm. and I got and I actually did my first show, and I starred in the show. I sang in the beginning, and I sang, and I sang in the end, and it was just a, it was. Being on the stage, it just felt so natural. It felt so good. It just felt like that's where I needed to be. And ever since then, I knew that I wanted to sing and that I had to sing because this is what I love to do. Yes. When when watching the, the video for Love on Fire, what type of a commitment time-wise? Like how long did it take to film, to edit, to write? If you looked at from beginning to end, what was that process like? Really? I would say about from the time I wrote the song to the time... The, are you saying from the time I wrote the song to the time the video came out? Yes. Two years. Yeah, really? Yes. It wasn't a short time, you know. No. When, when you, you never want to rush anything. It was kind of like I wrote it. Um, I, I did a reference, and then after that I went to a studio, and I actually put it down and then after that we did the video but over it was it was over a course of time because I was yeah. I was still you know rehearsing I wanted to I went when I when it came out I wanted for it to be as perfect as possible so it sure. was a long time <laughs> yeah, it is a long time and then when you look at just the video portion like how long was it how, was it a, a one day shoot a, a two or three day shoot how long was the edit it was one day and the edit was about two weeks yeah, yeah. But you, you you got all the shoot done in a day? Yes. That's cool. Were you in on the edit process? Of course. I have to be involved in everything. <laughs> <laughs> everything. I can't let anybody do anything without me there. I have to be yeah. involved. <laughs> I don't blame you. I don't blame you. Oh, my gosh. Do you know, um, I, I, if we're coming from a totally different perspective, Raja, I, I started out in the world of sports psychology and fitness and was involved with video work in that field years ago. And then when I switched into the world of motivation, we've done DVDs on the motivational speaking world. And, and the edit part of it, people don't realize how amazingly tedious it is, isn't it? It is. It's a lot of hard work. It's like I don't like this picture. I don't like this frame next to this frame. It's it's a lot of work. It is. It is. If, if you were to look at the near future, a year from now, mm-hmm. where would you like to be? What is it short term wise that you'd like to see within your career specifically? I would definitely like my LP to be out, you know, and flourishing, and you know, becoming stronger as an artist. 
because I don't want to rush anything. I, I want to I want to milk in every moment. So from a year from now, I just want to be a stronger artist and more on my way to being the singer that I see myself to be. Do you do you do a lot of live singing? Is it mainly that you're doing your your own recordings? Do you do events? Tell us about that. Yes, I definitely do events and a lot of live singing. I actually just finished um, performing at the Atlantic Antic Festival in New York. Okay, which was very really nice. Awesome. Yeah, it was. Really and and awesome. what's up? In, in, what's up in the near future for you? Live performances. Um, I'm going to be November second. I'll be performing for the New York City Marathon. Really? Yes. <laughs> oh, that's hot. Yes, I'm so excited about it. I can't wait. <laughs> yeah, because that's going to be a huge audience. Yes. Any idea of the numbers of people that might be there listening to you? Any any clue at all? I, I didn't get a number, but I know it's probably going to be like thousands. It's a major event, so I know yeah, it's, it's going to be about thousands of people. Yeah, I mean, I you know, I'm going to pull this out of my air. I, 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 I wouldn't doubt if there's 20,000-plus runners in something like that. Yeah. Massive, honey. Yes. So I'm like, oh, that is... I'm like getting ready for it, but I'm so excited because, you know... That's more people to come and see my art, so it's amazing right. and it's a great opportunity. Yeah, and then and then are there like do you ever do like house gigs? You know, are you ever like um, a singer that appears? You know, every other Wednesday at a certain club, or do, do you ever get into anything like that? No, I I don't because I, I kind of travel sometimes, so I never I'm never at an exact place every Wednesday. I just kind of get gigs and I'm and I go there and I perform. Gotcha. Yeah. Now I want to ask you a final question. You, you look ten years down the road. Who, even though you're an individual, you're a unique artist. Would you want to be considered and compared to a Lauren Hill or or a Cindy Lauper, or is there someone else that you'd like people going? Oh, Raja, yeah, she reminds me of. Is there anything like that that you'd like to have happen? Wow, I mean, Lauren Hill and Cindy Lauper inspire me, but I don't know if I would be considered them i mean that would be a, a honor mm-hmm. but we are kind of different but I, I honestly david that's a hard that's a hard question to answer <laughs> <laughs> so i don't know <laughs> well i'll tell you what we're going to do we're going to give you time to think about that and after december 3rd sometime in the near future we're going to get you back on the show when your your lp generation y love is out and we're going to play more of your music and we'll have a lot more fun how does that sound that sounds amazing. I'm so happy. Thank you, David. Good. Oh, Razor, you are so welcome. I knew that this was going to be so much fun having you on the show. We will get you back after the December 3rd release date. Let us know to make sure that it comes out, and I'll have Judy rebook you again, okay? Oh, my God. That's so awesome. Thank you, David. And thank Good. you so much for having me on the show. You are, you are so amazing. welcome. Oh, thank you, babe. You have a great weekend, and best of luck with everything you're doing, okay? All right. Bye-bye now, honey. 1-800-548-TALK. 1-800-548-TALK. Coming up, if you haven't seen the movie, Hector and the Search for Happiness, go see it. We've got the director on right out of L.A. Peter Chelsom is going to be on with us to talk about the movie Hector and the Search for Happiness. You're going to love it. I'm going to shut up. Listen to Raja. I love her song. Back in a moment. Hi, this is David Essel, and of course you're tuned in to David Essel Live, America's positive radio talk show that transforms lives. And during this short break on the XM channel, while news and sports are playing, we're going to give our internet listeners a little bonus here, a little benefit for being with us online, and that is I'm going to share a couple tips that I know in the past 25 years of being a, a master life coach, inspirational speaker, and more can really help you right now. So let's just jump right into it, and then we'll go right back to the show so you won't miss a thing, I promise. Number one, have you ever heard of the... Um, of the reason why people don't stick with goals. Do you know the number one reason why people will start on New Year's Eve, let's say? You know, they'll, they're going to lose weight and quit smoking and quit drinking and make more money and forgive their parents and find new love or resurrect their marriage, whatever it might be. Do you know why the number one reason why people don't stick with their goals? 
year after year after year. They have great intentions, you know, but remember, good intentions pave the way to hell. <laughs> so we can't be thinking about that as the only reason that, uh, that individuals would start a goal or stop a goal is because of intentions or lack of. But the number one reason is because of something called human nature. And the definition of human nature is our desire to get the most out of life with minimal effort. Now think about it. That's what sabotages everyone who has a great goal that will offer a great reward. And the reason that they don't stick with it is because of human nature. We want the most out of life with minimal effort. Now, I want to tell you the opposite. The answer to be successful in accomplishing your goals in life is something we call human success. And the definition of human success is individuals who are willing to walk through any resistance, any blocks, any excuses to get what they want out of life. So it's kind of oxymoronic, isn't it? We're sitting there going, well, I really want to lose weight or make more money or whatever the goal is. And so you'll start going after something for 30 days, maybe even 45 days. But if you don't get what you want, that instant gratification, you're going to stop. That's human nature. I want the most out of life, but I really don't want to put a lot of effort into it. And yet when we look at all the people in life who are successful with great spiritual paths or they're making great money or they have a deep love relationship or they've lost a lot of weight and kept it off is because they're willing to do the uncomfortable every day. If you take anything away from all the work we do on XM with our show, David S. Alive, that you're listening to right now via the Internet, If you take anything away, it's this, is that the key to success, the number one key for human success in life is doing what is uncomfortable every day. But here's the good news. That's kind of the bad news, right? Here's the good news. Whatever we start doing that we don't want to, like getting up earlier in the morning or making extra prospecting calls or whatever it is that we have to do that we don't really want to, it eventually will become habit. And the most successful people in the world, and a lot of them you're going to hear me interview on our show, are those people that know that this is the key. They're willing to do what is uncomfortable. In other words, they look at excuses and they go, yeah, I used these excuses in the past, but forget it. It's over with. I'm going to follow this new path, which means I'm going to get up and keep doing that uncomfortable task until it becomes comfortable. Look at riding bikes, right? Or learning how to swim or anything else. In the beginning, it's uncomfortable. Hey, losing weight, making more money, finding great love, getting a deep spiritual path, whatever that is, is going to take the same commitment. And we are here to support you 100%. David Essel Alive, every Saturday, 6 to 9 Eastern Time, 3 to 6 Pacific Time. We are here every weekend to help you, and I'm so glad you're with us. Now, let's jump back into the show. Every Saturday, we are here for you. Tune in, let your friends know, and streaming live through TalkDavid.com. I can't wait to see what we're going to talk about next. This is David Essel. Stay right there. tuned in to David Essel Alive, America's positive radio show. Like us on Facebook and listen to hundreds of inspirational archive shows at talkdavid.com. Now here's your host, Mr. Motivation, David Essel. Ah, broadcasting live out of Studio E in Los Angeles, California. You're tuned in to America's positive radio talk show, David Essel Alive. Celebrating 24 years on the air and glad that you've chosen to make us a part of your evening. Every Saturday, 6 to 9 Eastern, 3 to 6 Pacific. Happy, proud to be part of the iHeart Premier Clear Channel Radio Network. 1-800-548-TALK. 1-800-548-TALK. So last week, a very good friend of mine in Los Angeles, Ariel Ford, emails me and says, Oh my gosh, you've got to go see this movie, like right now. The name of it is Hector and the Search for Happiness. And I said, oh, my God, I've never heard of it. What is she talking about? So I go online, Google it, find it, went to watch it, and oh, my Lord. You know, like when you watch a film and you say, I've got to get everyone I know to watch it. That's what this film was like. That's exactly what happened when I watched this film. It is profound. It's beautiful. It's moving. There are parts you're going to laugh. There's parts you're going to go, oh, my Lord, really? And right now we have the director, Peter Chelsea, on with us of the movie, Hector and the Search for Happiness. And we're so lucky and fortunate that in this short period of time he could become available to, um, to share some time and thoughts with us. Peter, welcome to the show. What a pleasure. What an honor. Thank you. Oh, my goodness. Well, let me tell you that you really knocked it out of the park. (laughs) I'm sitting here. 
you know, I'm, I'm a Brit, as you can hear, but I'm also an American citizen. But I'm sitting here thinking I've died and gone to heaven hearing you talk about the film like that. That's, I'm very oh. grateful. Thank you. You're you're welcome. And I was, you know, Ariel Ford. I just I trust her. She we've been friends for 25 years. Yeah, uh, we've worked professionally together for that long. And when she says something, I just go and do it. You know, Peter, that kind of a friend. Yeah. Um, and but I didn't go online and Google your movie. I didn't know anything about it other right. than the title. Yeah. And and I'm sitting there throughout the whole movie and watching it going, oh, my Lord, because regardless of how passionate I am in life, there's parts of that movie that touched me that said, you're not living at the level you can. Isn't that so true? Yes. I, it's great to hear you say that. You know, the film, I suppose, is essentially about the fact that um, real happiness is richness. And richness is the full spectrum of all the emotions and all the colors. Um, so, yes, I, and I've been amazed at how deeply people take this film, uh, how, how, how deeply, to be, you know, going around the country doing Q&As after, after the screenings. I'm very touched by how personal people want to be because it affects them so deeply. It does. It, now, let me ask you this. Are you or were you Hector? Well said. Yes, I'm very much a Hector, and I made it very personal. Um, I, I was in a very, very safe position in my life where I, it was as if it were preserved in aspic, and I made some big, daring leaps. Yes, I shook myself wow. up. I shook myself up. It's funny, you know, because I moved here because of America's positivity. I mean, there you go. When I, you know, I, I listen to you, and I hear what you do, and I, and I take on what you're all about, David, and I have such admiration. And honestly, I went around the world making Hector, and I got back to Los Angeles last December, and friends were saying, what's it like to be back? And I found myself saying, proud to be an American, because, wow. I, because I really mean that. I, I, I cherish America's positivity and the can-doism and the professionalism. And it's really why I moved here 18 years ago. Mm. Um, and there I was in London, and I was one of the only people I ever knew. And it was like 1987 or 88, and I had a life coach. Um, yes. So you above, uh, above anyone would understand that. And sure. it, it was very un-British. And I had a <laughs> yoga teacher who came to my house twice a week for private classes. That was very un-British, you know. And, it's right. like, and I just, it's, I, I'm sorry, I, I have to say it. It was that British negativity and cynicism. And I realized that my um, sensibilities, if you like, were just more American. And that's what I've mm. rolled into this film. And I, I, I was determined to make an uncynical film about happiness. It, it, and for ladies and gentlemen, and, and the reason I said to Peter, were you or are you, Hector, just to really do a quick wrap, the movie is about a psychiatrist who's in a relationship with a woman and everything is kind of like dull. It's it's routine. It's the same thing, same breakfast every day. The way they fold their socks is always perfectly the same. Everything is the same. And, and he starts feeling this unsettledness. And, he, and the, there were some parts of it, Peter, when he was taking it out on his clients, you know, like, know. I'm sitting and they're watching it, you know, because my, my background is sports psychology. And so I, I worked in sports psychology for years before I, I switched over to right. what we call the general population working with, you know, as a coach with the whole world. Yeah. And, 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 you know, there's parts of that that are just hilarious, isn't it? That he's just fed up with his own life and he takes it out on his boring clients. Yeah. I've made that very personal. It's, 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 uh, yeah, it's based on someone I know to whom I always <laughs> used to want to say, but this isn't even a cancer story. Don't you? You realize how lucky you are. You know, I mean, I, yes, uh, um, yes, I've made it very, very personal. And also, uh, you talk about where he was in his relationship. You know, one of the things that we did when we adapted um, uh, the book into, into the film, we upped the love story um, because we kind of believe uh, it's thematically the same because we believe that this, it's the same wherewithal or tool bag required for good relationships as for happiness, which namely that you have to embrace it all. You, you know, you, yeah. you, you just have to, I mean, I, you know, you're always talking about doing the uncomfortable thing every single day. I'm so, I'm so about that, David. I, I, I admire you for saying that. And that's so what the film's about. Yeah. 
it's it w- was there one one part of the filming you were in uh you were in in was it china you were in africa we were you were everywhere. in london yeah shanghai yeah. tibet china london los angeles vancouver austria bavaria yes everywhere yes yeah, and was there one part of it in filming that touched you more? Like, I mean, I'll share what mine was in a minute, but was there any part of it that you said, oh, my gosh, this is changing me filming here? Uh, well said. You know, the writing of it um, it changed me, and my co-writer, Tinker Lenzi, it changed us very deeply because we had to look to ourselves and ask ourselves some very pertinent questions and uh, in short, we just felt very, very grateful and lucky to be who we were. Um, g- going around the world, it was such a hard film to make. And I will say this, that I um, there were so many disasters and so many catastrophes. We were doing the impossible, and with every single solution, we fell upwards. It was, uh, And, you know, I look at that whole experience, and the prevailing remaining feeling of it all is absolutely happiness because of its mm. richness. Um mm. But but if you ask me specifically about certain moments, I think in the filming, when we were in South Africa, I think it was the spirit of people who knew such poverty and had such a capacity for joy because they knew the opposite. Uh, that I was very uh, very touched by their courage and, the, and, and just that spirit uh, and the way they leapt at things and the way they celebrated certain things. Um, I was very touched by that. In the execution of the movie, I've seen the movie a thousand, thousand times, you know. I think it's the <laughs> stuff at the very end with the brain scans, because there's truth yes. to that. We really did research that, where they mm. map certain emotions, and then at this moment of complete, I suppose, contentment, where he's taken the courage to embrace all the peril, all the dangers, all the, you know, everything that he's scared of as well as delighted by. And it comes into this picture, this brain scan at the end. It's, it moves me yeah. deeply. Yes, it, it, it touches it, me. I, 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 could, I couldn't agree with you more. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're in a place in life where you're wondering, is this all there is? This is a movie that you've really got to see. If you're, one, if you're in a relationship and you're wondering, is this all there is? If you're in a job and you're wondering, is this all? You've got to see this movie, Hector and the Search for Happiness. I, I mentioned I opened up when we first started talking with Peter Chelsom, who's the director of the film, that people who, who really do want to have a profound experience in life have to watch this because it's so easy to get into the rut of life to just accept that this is where I am. This is where I am because of genetics, my background, my education, my relationship, etc., etc. And in this movie, it will radically shake you to see what is possible. Peter, hang right there. We're going to go to a quick break. We're going to come back again. I want to continue to promote the heck out of this movie. Go and find it in your area. Hector and the Search for Happiness. Hector and the Search for Happiness. If you have friends of yours that are on that boring mundane part of life. This interview with Peter will be at our website, Archive for Eternity, at talkdavid.com at 9 p.m. Eastern tonight or shortly thereafter. Talkdavid.com. Listen to this. This is I'm already having a blast with Peter. I knew I would. It's going to have more before we end today. Get your friends to experience this interview. Talkdavid.com. I'm David Essel. Stay right there. in life feeling that whatever you do is never enough to see lasting change i'm david essel xm radio host and author of the new free book the power of focus yours at talkdavid.com we're giving away one million copies of the power of focus free at talkdavid.com you deserve your desires get your free book the power of focus today at talkdavid.com for 21 years positive talk radio equals david essel alive listen on xm 168 every saturday 6 to 9 eastern 3 to 6 pacific Office machines and toner are a fact of life in every business. But why pay high dealer prices for your toner cartridges? Call the Toner Kings. They sell all toner cartridges for up to 60% less. The Toner Kings have been in business for over 18 years, and they offer free shipping and a 100% quality guarantee on every purchase. So head online to thetonerkings.com. That's thetonerkings.com. Mention you heard this ad on XM Radio and get an additional 20% off your first toner order. 
Have you ever wondered why you struggle with money or why creating deep love is so challenging or why losing weight and keeping it off is such a struggle? Hi, I'm iHeartRadio host and author David Essel. For 22 years, we have helped thousands of people figure out the why to their life challenges and then create a plan that leads to lifelong success. If you're ready, contact me at talkdavid.com today. Our one-on-one sessions are so effective that you will absolutely create the life you desire. And programs begin as low as $100. One-on-one with me, David Essel, at Talk david.com one of the reasons millions of people never recover from their addictions to alcohol smoking drugs sex or unhealthy relationships is that they don't want to heal in a group setting master addiction recovery coach david essel is sensitive to this need so 20 years ago he created a holistic addiction recovery program that's done privately one-on-one since then he's helped thousands of people recover through his highly unique holistic recovery program visit talkdavid.com today one-on-one from anywhere in the usa talk david.com is your relationship operating at its highest potential or is it faltering and you see yourselves drifting farther and farther apart or are you single right now trying to figure out what went wrong in the past so you can finally find and keep deep love let master life coach david essel help you resurrect or save your current relationship or help prepare you to find the love you desire today visit talkdavid.com to read the testimonials about david's work love is the answer let today be the day visit talkdavid.com do you often feel like you've hit a dead end in life like no matter what you do the challenges just keep coming back over and over again Well, maybe it's time you read the inspirational book, Rockstar, Finding God's Purpose for Your Life. Rockstar, David Essel's sixth top-selling book, is a powerful parable that will give you the inspirational tools and strength needed to finally bring your life to a whole new level. Order Rockstar by David Essel for only $7.95 at Amazon.com or BarnesandNoble.com today. The powerful book, offering a positive lift in our ever-challenging world. Are you ready to create the life you've always wanted? Here's what a few clients had to say about their coaching sessions with Master Life Coach David Essel. You know, in four short months, our sales have climbed more than 150% in what is termed a declining marketplace. I look forward to what we can continue to create together. David helps us rebuild our marriage after an affair. We can't imagine how we could have done this without him. You can have what these clients have found working one-on-one with David at TalkDavid.com. That's TalkDavid.com. Life is short, and it's getting shorter every day. Are you finished procrastinating over your biggest goals in life? Would you like to finally make a lot more money or lose that extra fat? It's time to stop talking about goals and actually achieve them. Master Life Coach David Essel can help you accomplish your biggest goals in life. Register today for any of David's life coaching plans at TalkDavid.com and get an extra session with David absolutely free. Visit TalkDavid.com today. You're tuned in to David Essel Alive, America's positive radio show. Like us on Facebook and listen to hundreds of inspirational archive shows at talkdavid.com. Now here's your host, Mr. Motivation, David Essel. Celebrating 24 years on the air, proud to be part of the premier Clear Channel iHeartRadio network. Welcome aboard, gang. And I am just so honored to be able to be talking with the director of the movie that's out right now. I'm encouraging everyone I know, all of our listeners, to find it, watch it, enjoy it, challenge your own mindset of where you are in life. The name of the movie, Hector and the Search for Happiness. Uh, the director who's with us right now, Peter Chelson. And, and Peter, one of the things that I, I turned to Jennifer and said after the movie, I said, the reflections back to him when he was a little boy yeah. were very powerful. Yeah. Talk to us about using that type of, 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 um, of a philosophy and a shooting where you see a, an adult man going through certain experiences of life and then he flashes back and we see him with his dog. We see, go ahead and talk about that. Yes, you know it comes from a couple of places. First of all, it's um, it, Simon Pegg plays the lead, and I don't know anyone who, with a more childlike curiosity, um, mm. it's a kind of Boy Scoutism, isn't it? He goes around the world, yes. and he has that that honesty and that naivety to be curious and remain curious, because I do believe it's an important ingredient to being happy. I just stay curious. You know, we are yes. 
And that's a childlike thing. We're so in, concerned these days with being interested, uh, in, sorry, uh, interesting, and we're not concerned enough with being interested, you know. And I, so it's that, it's that Tintin-esque ingredient to him. But I also believe that, you know, this is nothing new, but it's most people's problems and their blocks and where they've come unstuck is somewhere in childhood. And right. what, we, what we do in the film is we have this image of Hector as a child um, who comes up rather randomly to, to represent the child within him. And then in the very last image, I'm not going to spoil the film by saying this because you still earn it when you see the movie. You see that child, the same child with a little dog and everything. But in this case, Hector is played by the older Simon Pegg. So it's as yes. if you're seeing an image of it's still the child, but the child has evolved. The child has grown up. Someone has taken care of the child. You know, the, when, he, when he projects himself uh, in his mind at one point and you see him as the child, the, the, the picture of the abandoned child, and then at the end you see the picture of the contained uh, and embraced child. It, it is. It's a very key part to happiness, uh, that relationship with the child within. That's what it's about. Yeah, and I love that. I see it. I felt it. You know, as you're talking about it right now, I was getting chills again. It's so meaningful. And possibly because of the the work that I do, I know that in, interconnection with what goes on, our beliefs from childhood, and how they still either help us or hinder us to this day. So oh, I just we thought get, that was... we get so locked. We just get so locked and we get so shut down by certain child incidents and events, don't we? I mean, that's the problem. Yes. You know, just yeah. hearing you recommend the film so warmly, and I'm so grateful... I would say this, it's a very open-armed film, and I made it as, in that way. It's a hug. Be prepared for a hug. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, that's well put. In other, words, in other words, because, and it's also, David, I'm sure you'll agree with this, it's kind of a mirror. Uh, you know, some mm. people may not like what they see unless they go open-armed. You, it is right. A, it is. It's like it is like two hours of intense therapy, and it is designed. It's a, it, it, and by the way, everybody, I'm going to say this. Don't worry. It's entertainment first and <laughs> first and foremost. You know, it yes. it is designed to be a visceral experience, taking you on his journey. It doesn't get too bogged down in the debate of happiness. Of course, there are times when people articulate it, especially towards the end of the movie. But it's a visceral ride of surprises. But just go in an open armed state by virtue yes. of paying for the price of the ticket and, 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 <laughs> and, and do you know what I mean? And taking the recommend you're already in that place, but I'm just saying it's a hug, please take it. Yes. Peter, one of the things that, that one of our philosophies is yes. that in life, those things that we immediately shut down to are often keyholes to success and happiness. You yeah. know, like, and, and in the movie that what you just said, and I've said this to several of my friends, I said, listen, go, there might be one or two things you see you're not going to like, but guess what? If you don't agree with it, it's probably a pathway to your success. And one of the points I'm going to bring up right now is exactly that when he's in China or wherever he is, and, and he writes in his book, one of the keys to happiness could be loving more than one person at the same time. I loved that. <laughs> Uh, yes, it's very. He he thinks he's fallen in love with uh, a Chinese girl called uh, Ying Li. Right. Um, he's he's kind of he's been very. It's an immature thing, is what it is. It's very silly at that moment. He's like, oh my my God, this could be the answer. You know, maybe I could love two people right. at the same time. Um, and then he gets this very hard slap. I mean, when we read the novel, we thought, gosh, this guy deserves some slaps. So we've, <laughs> there, there are three physical and one metaphorical slap that really is, you know, especially at the end when his ex-girlfriend, played by the great Tony Collette, really tears him apart for yes! him, ha- him having put her on a pedestal for all those years, you know, and she says... Right. I'm better than that. I'm 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 not that fantasy. I'm real. I had a baby and another one. I'm having another one and I got married, you know. But right. so it it yeah, we needed to shake him up and um and and wake him up. Yes, but uh yeah. that is that is one of one of the dictums that appear. There are I think there are 15 or so so dictums. Yeah, right. And I and I loved you know the the use of the old Buddhist monk who talks about happiness being within him now. Yes, and he also this. Well, he also um, yes. He says avoiding unhappiness. Oh, is, right. Avoiding unhappiness is not the road to happiness. 
Right. It's one of the main points of the movie. I mean, there are many, yeah. the many key ones. Avoiding unhappiness is not the road to happiness. Listening is loving is one that we made up, which I like a lot. Yes. Um, but, you know, it's interesting because uh, in a general sense, if I may, David, because I love what you do. Um, and I was writing about this recently, and it's very, very key to the movie. And, and it's everything you talk about. I, I do believe in meditation. I've always, always done something. The problem with so much meditation is that we use it as an escape. So we, we breathe in the light, and we breathe in the sunshine, and we breathe out the toxins, and we do all that. The best form of meditation to me, in my experience, if I may offer this, and it's very key to the movie, is the absolute opposite. Sitting somewhere, it, it's basically called Tonglen meditation, and you breathe in the dark, and you breathe in the black, and you breathe out the white, and you breathe out the light, and then you personify it. You actually seek out in your mind the person who's driving you nuts, the thing you worry about the most, the thing you dread the most, and you breathe it in, and you breathe out the light, and you, it's called the meditation of the warrior for the reason that it makes you a kind of recycling, uh, uh, you're a recycler for goodness, if you like. Do you know what I mean? Yes, I do. It's it's a very interesting thing, and I just thought I'd say that because it's key to the movie, and it's changed me, and it's so part of your belief Mm -hmm. and and what you do, and I admire you for it. It, It's really what the film's about. Yes. It's, it's, you know, he is, he is facing that which is so fearful, has been so fearful. Isn't that true, Peter? He's, yes, he's, absolutely. He's, he's walking into the unknown. And, and again, we've got about, boy, a minute, 55 seconds left. The name of the movie, Hector and the Search for Happiness. Hector and the Search for Happiness. Hector and the Search for Happiness. I want you so badly to go see it. The, the director, Peter Chelsom. Peter, a 30 seconds, final words on the movie from you the director um it's um i made it to be very personal and you will take it personally and that's good and i wanted to make a film about happiness in a world that is a mess and that has lost sight of the shore and i think it's it it is a film about personal politics because that's where we are lacking the most we need to concentrate more on the one-to-one relationship and personal politics that's that's important that's what the film's about Peter, I love it. If if you do anything similar like this in the future, or heck, you could you could do anything. We'll get you back on. <laughs> but I would love to have you back on. Your 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 approach to life as well as the film, just by talking to you for this short period of time, is wonderful. Oh, bless Keep, you, David. Where have you been all my life? I wish I'd found you <laughs> earlier. You know. <laughs> I love it. I love it, Peter. Again, thank you. I hope you have a fabulous weekend, and we'll continue to encourage people to go see your film. Bless you, buddy. I can't thank you enough. You are so welcome, Peter. Okay. All right. Bye-bye now. Bye now. And don't forget this this interview tonight for your friends that don't know about the movie. Listen to it. TalkDavid.com. Stay right there. Have you ever wondered why you struggle with money or why creating deep love is so challenging or why losing weight and keeping it off is such a struggle? Hi, I'm iHeartRadio host and author David Essel. For 22 years, we have helped thousands of people figure out the why to their life challenges and then create a plan that leads to lifelong success. If you're ready, contact me at TalkDavid.com.